This is Dear Hallmark. Each week, I'll bring you reviews of your favorite Hallmark movies and TV shows. So grab a drink and let's see what we're getting into with this episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greetings, everyone. My name is Dara. Welcome to Wednesdays at the Shores here at Dear Hallmark. And this is where we recap Chesapeake Shores. So we are at episode four and five. Since I took last week off for the Labor Day holiday, I am giving you a two episode recap this week. So firstly, I hope you're doing well. And Secondly, I want to lead off with a question because we are officially halfway through the season now and I am incredibly curious how you guys think the season is going to end and what you think about the season so far. So let's catch up with our Brian family, okay? Let's start off with Brie and Luke. We get much of nothing from them. Um, Luke has to move out of his apartment because they found mold And so he has to search for one and Brie keeps telling him, you know, my apartment's always open, whatever. That's pretty much episode four. I mean, there's really nothing to them. And then in episode five, they have one of the most awkward conversations because Luke finds this old fortune teller machine that he brings to the Seaside Festival that Chesapeake Shores is having. And so just for fun, they put a nickel in and do their fortune and two of the same cards come out called the love of your life it's right before your eyes that's what the card says and so Bree takes it upon herself to think that he fixed the machine to do that and she keeps thinking like she keeps projecting and putting that on him to the point where it gets annoying to him he's like what are you like can we just stop like no and she's like why are you lying to me and that like it escalated from him joking to now her thinking that he's lying and it's just really stupid I'm like what are we doing (laughs) you guys I don't know what I don't I don't know Brie and Luke is probably one of my most uninteresting couples out of all of the couples on Chesapeake Shores they are the couple that I care the least about it it, they already felt like they didn't fit for me when they first started um, hanging out but now even more so I don't know how they fit together they don't work for me I don't get them. I don't. They did have a few cute scenes early on in season five, I believe, or early in season six, whatever. But I just don't get them as a couple. And at this stage in the game, I need each couple to bring it and have high stakes because this is the last season. We don't have time to waste pages and minutes on fluff. Now... Keep in mind, I may repeat repeat that throughout the course of this recap because that's my overall feeling after watching these fo- these last two episodes. I feel like we're wasting time 
and we're they're leaving the last like three two to three episodes where they're going to pack it with so much twists and turns and then we're going to be like what what was the purpose of the last seven episodes so next is Justin David we get basically nothing they're not in episode four in episode five Jess is there but she's mainly there to provide emotional support for Brie and kind of get her on her on the right footing when it comes to Luke that's it next is Kevin and Sarah we don't I mean oh in episode four um we find out that she's pregnant and she tells mom but she's incredibly scared that they might lose it again However, in episode five, Kevin lets it slip that they are pregnant again to Abby. And then we, in the preview for next episode, we find that they're telling the family. That's all we got. You see what I mean? Like, there's nothing going on. (laughs) There's nothing going on. In episode four, mom isn't in there at all. It's all about dad. And then in episode five, we see how much of a support mom has been to dad through this whole process of him getting off the pills. And we'll dive into that a little bit more. But we also get this like unnecessary confrontation between her and Carter in episode five. She's in L.A. So the whole episode, her and dad are FaceTiming each other. So she's on a FaceTime call with dad during her lunch break and Carter takes it upon himself to come into her office, admit that he was eavesdropping. He said, did I just hear Mick say that he's going to an NA meeting or something? And she, you, first of all, I'm like, sis, why are you telling Mick's business to Carter? You know, Carter doesn't like dude. You know, Carter wants you and doesn't want you to be with Mick. And mind you, he tells her that she, he was like, are you sure you want to be with a man like this? I'm, I'm literally hollering at the screen. Like, who are you guy? Go home. I literally said, go home, Roger. That was like, so stupid. Oh my gosh, I was so I was so upset. Carter for why? But a why? 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 So let's get to dad and dad. <laughs> so actually, let's get to Abby and Evan because dad is like the the crux of episode 4 and 5. So Abby and Evan are non-existent for the most part in episode 4. Um, it's just that one of her girls won a scholastic award for art. Yippee-ki-yay. In episode five, though, Evan and her have another date. And she's like, I'm not about the hoopla. Like, because, you know, he pulls out all the stops. He rents out a whole or he books a whole restaurant for her. He supplies her with bouquets of roses he like wines and dines her. It's very elegant. It's very five star. It's very like bouge. And she's like, I don't need all this. I don't even like champagne. I don't, we don't need all the romance. Let's just, and she, it, she says that she wants to know who she is without being connected to someone in a romantic sense. She was like, I've always been a wife or a girlfriend or like, and I was on the, my journey of just 
finding out who I am apart from those titles and then you show up and I wasn't expecting it and you're fascinating and odd and blah 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 and I was like here here so ma'am here here but basically saying how she wasn't prepared for him but so it's it's them trying to like not be romantic with each other because they got that fortune in episode five about the love of their lives and they're like oh my gosh like it, it made things a little bit awkward between them but then it's just like they at the end they were like she's like you know what I like romance like I like twinkly lights I like these things I just want to be myself around you and then they kiss and that's pretty much that oh I forgot Connor and Margaret you want to know why I forgot Connor and Margaret because their storyline is forgettable you guys I'm a little bit tweaked that I feel like the how can I say this I feel like they're writing this season as if there's another season to happen after because I'm getting nothing from Connor and Margaret and Connor used to be my best friend y'all know this and now I'm just like why why even now him and Margaret are strapped for cash for the business so they need a receptionist and there's this this um young lady named Harper who is bilingual she calls from the jump that they're together and then Connor and Margaret make it official that they're a couple and I'm just thinking I thought y'all were already official by the way y'all were kissing on the sofa that in episode three or two whatever that was where they almost went there so I was actually I was just like oh so y'all weren't official before I didn't know and then in episode five, he meets Margaret's family, which was a cute scene. Um, and it ends with her family loving him. And so that's he tells this horrible, <laughs> this horrible lawyer. Joke. I actually laughed. And then the family, the family uh, acted like it wasn't funny, but then busted out laughing. I thought that was a cute scene. Um but other than that, they're giving me nothing, y'all. I feel like these last two episodes were mad fillers. And it just focused, like, why isn't every character, especially Jess and David, because they gave us one of one of the one-two punches from last season with the storyline and the plot twist of his father being indicted for investment fraud and all this other stuff. And we are barely barely getting anything from that storyline and we are halfway through the season but we also get a preview for episode six that he gets a phone call from his dad finally and I'm like it took episode six like <sighs> and I said this earlier in my recap earlier in the season I don't know if I just got I'm getting so used to movies and I'm not used to tv series dragging out I don't know but I feel like they're just stuffing this season with fluff. And much like I said earlier, I don't know if they realize that we don't have another season after this. So we need to make every line intentional, every plot point intentional, every interaction intentional. Because this is our last summer with the O'Briens. So that's pretty much where we are with Connor and Margaret I'm curious if they're going to hire Harper what is that dynamic going to look like in the law firm and so on and so forth now dad so dad 
in episode four, it opens up with him going visiting multiple doctors in different states and lying to them so that he can get pills. And I was like, oh, I felt that in my stomach. Um, it went to the point he forgot to pick the girls up from Taekwondo. He was passed out on his desk. He he got into a crash with a parked car. He crashed into a parked car. And Uncle Thomas, he comes back in episode four. I was so excited to see that. He comes back in episode four and he goes to get some plans and drawings from dad's car. And he looks in the glove compartment for some of the papers and finds these pills. And then he presents this to Abby, who also and then Kevin comes in and then they talk about it. And he's like, well, we got to do something. And so they end up having an intervention where it's Luke, Kevin Abby, I'm sorry, it's Kevin, Abby, Bree, mom. Yeah, that's what it is. And Uncle Thomas. They're in the kitchen and they are telling them how they, telling him how they felt, how they feel about the situation. And I appreciated that they didn't hold anything back. And I appreciated how when he left, he went to go sit by the fire pit. Abby and Kevin followed him and met him there. And Abby flat out said, Dad, you know, if we were doing the same thing, you would meet us with the same energy. So we're just get like, we love you and we care about you. Like, do you see the trajectory that you're going down and going under? But he doesn't think he has a problem. And that's, however, he goes to the bridge. Luke is there and he kind of just breaks down. And he ends up confiding in Luke about how he feels about all of this because Luke dealt with alcoholism. And so Luke is able to talk with him, which I, I really appreciated that. Luke is able to talk with him. And then the episode, episode four ends with him in front of an AA meeting um, at a church. And we get to episode five with him really going through withdrawals without taking these pills and is just doing a number on his body, on his emotional state, which is why he calls mom a lot because he's like, I like, it's so hard doing this. He's fixing the sink and he finds a bottle of pills. I think it was like stuck probably between the drawer and the under sink part. And for one moment, he's tempted to take these pills, but then he gets a call from mom. And so he said, hold on one moment. And he actually flushes those down. Like he um, puts them down the drain, down the sink. And I was just like, go, dad, go. However, when he's at the AA meeting, it's still hard for him to admit that he has a problem. And so we're going throughout this episode, seeing him dealing with withdrawals. And then if I remember correctly, either at the end of this episode or it could have been in the preview for next week's episode, we see him finally admit that he's an addict because he always says that he was close to it, but never fully admits that he was. Um, but Treat is doing his Oscar winning acting on today with those two episodes. It was beautiful. But I, I just don't like that his plot line is him and Abby and Evan are carrying this entire season and that should not be that the previous five seasons save for when Bree and Luke start to get together with Bree's storyline but there was something of significance happening in every person's life and there was always a significant storyline of each character that made you invested 
in each character. Like if you go back to my recaps, they I they were long because each character went through something. And now the fact that two I can condense two episodes in a 15 to 20 minute recap says a lot. And these two episodes like I don't want to beat a dead horse, but these two episodes made me a little bit nervous for how the writers are treating this final season because I'm just nervous what the la- like what the second half of this season is going to look like. So I am so curious to know what you guys think. Leave me a voice message. There is a link in the show notes where you are able to go to a page and leave 60 seconds worth of your thoughts and I can play it here. So let me know, what do you feel about the season so far? Do we share the same sentiment or are you all in no matter what because you're just Team O'Brien or Bust? So, which I am Team O'Brien or Bust, but this season, as it stands, it's probably one of the weakest seasons of the series, in my opinion, Um, as it stands. Now, they could turn it around we still have five episodes they can turn it around but again I'm extremely extremely nervous so you guys there's plenty of links in the show notes for you to interact and engage with the community of Dear Hallmark in different ways you guys my name is Dara and I'll meet you back here next Wednesday for another episode recap of the final season of Chesapeake Shores so goodbye my friends